Thank you for listening to or watching the Upland Down Under podcast. Tonight's show is recording live on Wednesday, the 8th of November at 7.30 p.m. AEST, which is 8.30 p.m. AEDT. On tonight's show, we're going to catch up on some crypto and market news, of course. We'll check in on the November neighborhood ratings update. Get ready for Totem Reveal Chapter 4, an imminent London wearable sale, and an interesting addition to the city releases and expansions, Mint Masters. Main topic for this evening will, of course, be the surprise London city expansion in Old Blighty, which caught loads of people with their pants down and just so happened to come at the absolute perfect time for myself personally. Cheers, Upland. We've also got some additional Web3 and Meet Suitiverse news to cover, as always. A quips on the distant future of Upland and another on the sudden rush of the London expansion. And we've got some brand spanking new Samurai Aquatic map assets to give away to both our live participants and our watchers, listeners from last week, hot out of the factory. I said last week that there weren't going to be any UPEX giveaways for at least the next couple of weeks because I smelled a city expansion and maybe one last city release for 2023. And turns out I was fairly on the money there, but I managed to survive the expansion in a good position. So what the hey, we'll throw a few small bags about and maybe you can start repairing some of the damage you might have done to yourselves. All that more on this, the Upland Down Under podcast. If you are wondering how you can take part in the live recordings of this podcast, I drop the link to the Zoom every Wednesday night at about 7.15 p.m. AEST in the NBA server. Now, before we get properly kicked off this evening, though, I've got a bit of a shameless plug to do. So bear with me on this one. Um, If um, shameless plugs aren't your thing, you might want to close your ears for the next couple of minutes. What am I going on about? Well, I'm going on about this. Let me just move Zoom out the road so we can actually see what I'm going on about. So let me get my little script here and I'll just blurt away. This week's show is brought to you by Samurai Aquatics, one of the premier and original destinations for upland UGC map assets. Samurai Aquatics is thrilled to offer introductory prices on selective items for a limited time only this November and December. First up, Glide into the festive spirit with the magnificent Samurai Slay. Some very awesome work done there by DTEC, punctuated with some pixel stuff by Morchies. Normally priced at 34,000 UPX, this season's must-have flex piece is available to you for just 29,000 UPX or 25 USD. And for those looking to add a touch of romantic style to their upland space, the Love Heart Jacuzzi is making a splash. Regularly $15.00. It can be yours for the introductory price of only 12 USD. Now, this is a USD-only item and is the perfect asset for you to spend your real money on in order to pretend to warm up those chilly upland evenings, giving a few of those away tonight. And lastly, don't miss the full set of five Christmas spirals, a very colourful addition. Pardon me, a very colourful addition to any property now at an exceptionally value of 90,000 UPX or 75 USD down from the regular price of 126,000 UPX. Um, For lots of these new items, I'm going to start listing them in the showrooms so that the price that the buyers see is like the rounded off price instead of vice versa. So that's why some of those figures are like that. So for now, these hot items are exclusively available at our San Francisco showroom located at 30 Aquavista Way. Um, After we get done with this show, I'll be listing both the jacuzzis and the sleighs in that showroom this evening. Uh, But not for long, they're they're going to be stocked in all of our other locations across Upland from LA to Chicago and soon to debut in Manhattan, London, Tokyo and more. Remember, these deals are only available in November and December To reserve your set of Christmas spirals, you have to send a direct message to me. It's not like like the sleighs and the jacuzzi where you can just go over to the showroom and buy it uh, because this is for the full set that has to be reserved via a DM to me. Don't let this opportunity slide by. Make your upland properties the envy of the neighbourhood with Samurai Aquatics where everything is real if you want it to be. There you go. There's my spiel. Did you survive that? No vomiting in the background? Um, now let's get us back on track. Let me zoom out of there. And where's our regular card? Here we go. Let's try share screen on this one. 
there. Yes, there we are. All right. So what's having a what's having a having a go this week? What's in the breaking madly news? Crypto upland market. So. Starting with the big picture, the global crypto market cap has seen a healthy increase rising by 4.5% to $1.33 trillion. Despite this uptick, Bitcoin's dominance has slightly decreased by 1.9%, which signals a growing interest in the shitty coins, the altcoins. Speaking of Bitcoin, if we have a look over, Bitcoin has experienced a modest growth of 2.3%, with its price moving from about 34,500 to just over 35,000. Ethereum's followed suit with a 3.9% increase, rising to 1,877, um, kind of reflecting a general positive sentiment right across the market. Now, if I can just scroll down or scroll in a bit so I can see it a bit better. Uh, get rid of Zoomy. There we go. So what else is happening? Uh, the spotlight's kind of shining on Engine and Polygon this week, both with impressive jumps of 16.8% and 18.5% respectively. Engine, of course, is known for its role in the gaming and NFTs is certainly making waves while Polygon scalability solutions are resonating. Um, Cardano also deserves a bit of a mention there with an 18.6% surge, suggesting that its recent developments are attracting some attention or it could be people are just grabbing a bag for the moonshot. On the flip side, my poor old Tron has remained relatively stable with a negligible 0.5% drop. Uh, it does seem to be holding its ground now amid the market's overall positive momentum. And, of course, Shiba Inu, the meme coin, um, it's got a bit of a small bark this week with a 6.1% bump in growth, while Gala, another gaming token, has climbed by 12.8%. Good to see that. And lastly, the fear and greed in index shows us still in the greed zone, moving from 72 to 73. This indicates that investors are still hungry for more. But as always, it's wise to proceed with proceed with cautious optimism. Remember, these figures represent only a snapshot of the crypto market dynamics that uh, I track on this show. Uh, not the full spectrum, of course, not financial advice. Do your own research. Yada, yada, yada. Now, not that one. Why did I go back to that? I'm sure you don't want to list, listen to me blurt that all again. What's the diddly-doos in Upland? So market in, in Upland this week, 90-day average transaction volume has seen a slight uptick with a 1.6 increase to 33.775 million UPEX while the numbers are climbing. The movement is still just pretty steady, suggesting a consistent but healthy trading environment. On the trading front, we're witnessing stability with a marginal 0.1% rise in the daily trading volume now standing at 1,802. This is indicative perhaps of a balanced market where player engagement remains robust. Now, speaking of engagement, unique active wallets over the last seven days have shot up by 7.6%, hitting 55,970. This surge probably aligns with the excitement around the London City expansion, although it did kind of come out of the blue. Um, massive influx of 25,000 new properties. Um, I guess it's clear that our community is still stable and growing and more players, uh, maybe more players are getting involved or the players that are in there are getting more deeply involved in the Upland Metaverse, which is good. And thanks again to Swally for putting these together for me. Now, I'm not going to go into these with any too much detail. I'm going to fit them all on the one screen. Can I? Can I? Maybe if I go down a bit. Here we go. So what's happening in the cities? Well, it's um, kind of crazy, isn't it? Leading the city markets charge. Have a go at London. A seismic shift there with a 95% plunge in the UPX fall price, coupled with a surprising 5.4% USD value increase. What's the dealio there? People just freaking out fire selling to buy up new Londons, I guess. Um, this rare occurrence flags London as a potential hotspot for investors looking to leverage UPX for USD gains. That's currently best bet, but how long will it last? Not very long is probably in my bet. Uh, Santa Clara also standing out with its strong market momentum, showing an 8.8% rise in UPX and a remarkable 26.5% leap in USD value. This indicates a robust demand and an expanding market in Santa Clara offering lucrative opportunities for property flippers such as myself who appear to be selling to treasure map expanders 
looking to take up some new buying opportunities. Yeah, I've had three full blocks in Santa Clara that I started selling and they're just getting gobbled up as um, treasure hunters fill gaps in their webs. Uh, conversely, the Bronx and Dallas have seen a downtrend with drops of 8.9% 8.5% respectively. However, the USD value in Dallas has bucked a trend with a 15.8% increase, showcasing a significant rebound and maybe making it a market to watch. Detroit's UPX floor price has escalated by 7.9%, while the USD price sticks to the $3 minimum. This suggests perhaps that an increasing UPX valuation without the USD price being able to reflect it uh, might point to a bottleneck effect at the lower end of the market. We kind of see that once they get on that $3 floor, she's pretty hard to get off there. Um, what else? Not much, a bit all over the place, but yeah, pay attention to markets like London and Santa Clara at the moment where combination of UPX and USD movements suggests, at least in the short time term, some active trading and potential growth. Other than that, a bit all over the place. Now, what do you reckon? Did that all this week, did that all sound a little bit fancier and maybe a bit informative than my usual bumbling diatribe? What do you reckon? Or was it just as bad? If you kind of thought, hey, that, that was actually, I got something out of that for once. Thank you very much, ChatGPT4. What I did there was I I cut I cut up the um I cut up the market page that we we look at and I just uploaded to ChatGPT GPT4 and said, what can you do with this? And it went whiz bang boom, fixed up a few things, took out a few things, and it's actually pretty good. So I don't know if they'll continue with that or not. But it was at least a bit of fun for this week. All right, that's all we got for that. Now, just for general uplandy news, we'll dive straight into the neighborhood ratings as we've been doing. So somehow, somewhere, Midtown Terrace is leading the pack for November. And just as I say that, Zoom's in the road again. So 1326 score currently by the skin of our teeth just above Holliswood on 13.25 and then there's a quite a prayer day bandera wasn't that already a collection am I confusing that with something else obviously it must be and I'm confusing it it's quite a big drop there to get down to there so I don't know it would appear that Midtown Terrace and Holliswood are going to battle it out for November which will be interesting because we're not doing diddly squat in Midtown Terrace to move the needle I guess maybe we might want to look at that, though. As I keep saying, have to wait and see. All right. Now, what else is happening over here? I know all these going to reload, so I'll just jump out of there while they're reloading. Pray Dem, Dem Bandera or whatever however you say that. Why does that name ring a bell? Or is it just player? Or am I just getting player and prayer mixed up? I probably am. No idea. Mm. Just my stupid brain not working, perhaps. All right. So Totem Reveal Chapter 4, we've got Goats and Snakes. Uh, excited for this one? Oh, I'm a big fan of goats. I definitely like a goat, but I like a snake too. So I'll be definitely all in on this one myself. Assuming the RNG gods are going to play nice. No? Do you like mountain goats? Nobody else? Are you Swally? Have you finished your dinner? Yeah. Um, I'll just register as per usual and see what I can pick up. I won't go too hard at it, but yeah, nothing new. I'll just. This is the second last one, though, isn't it? What have we got? 12. And this is chapter four. That would be eight. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it being over so we can start playing with them. That's what I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, somebody mentioned. Because there's only a, isn't the supply of all of them, it's only like 5,555 or some some weird number. There's not that many out there considering, you know, you've got 50,000 active wallets. So I said at the time, well, of course they're going to do totem number two, chapter one. You know, it's, it's never going to end. Well, I don't know. That, no, I, don't, I, don't, I think I'll disagree with you on that one. I think they'll stick to the... um. The numbers because all this is a trial period to get the stem happening isn't it so yeah i think that's all they're trying to do and then after that they'll just be map assets yes well i have to wait and see um 
there is a Bielerman said in chat, there is a local football club here in the something which has a goat as a mascot. I am in the opposing club on the other side of the river, so it might be a hard decision to get a goat for me. Yes, that's a classic. Yeah, I um, I think the RNG gods will probably take that decision out of your hands for you, so you might not have to worry about it too much. So it does look pretty cool. The video that Upland put out about it, that looked pretty interesting. Um, we did see... Uh, there is also a community vote up on Twitter at the moment on X. You got to vote. Are we going to go up into the castle? I think it was, or down into the dungeons. Make sure you get over there on Twitter and vote. Uh, I voted to go down to the dungeons. No, it was up to the bridge. Sorry, not the castle. So yeah, looked pretty cool that video. Good stuff. I like how they they definitely seem to be putting a lot of time, attention, focus into the storylines, perhaps, and all of that sort of stuff. Let's hope that follows through with the actual utility and the gamification and gameplay and whatnot. So we don't know when all of this is actually going to drop. We just know that it's coming at some stage, probably sooner rather than later. Um, Lily's going for the high ground. Watch out for trolls. I did like that. Now... It's all the rage about London at the moment. That's kind of come completely out of the blue. There was speculation everywhere that Tokyo was going to be the expansion. A bunch of us, including myself, were in Tokyo just waiting for it to drop. And what do you know? Then there were some last-minute flights over to London. And as part of that, we do have now a London wearable sale. I've registered these just before. Now, I'm assuming this is yeah, – I'm going to – I'm going to balls this up again, but Tuesday sale starts at Wednesday. So that means that's at 3 a.m. my time tonight. So consider I'm, I'm going to go to bed at probably half past 12. It's going to be a rough day at work tomorrow. I think I'll probably, there's the supply and these is a fair few, wasn't there? I thought I saw, yeah, 75. Hmm, 75. Of three different types. One, two, no, 75 of two different types. Okay. 15,000 UPX of $15. So usually the, well, recent history shows that the UPX ones just get gobbled up immediately, but the USD ones tend to hang around. Um, I do have just enough USD balance there to cover myself for two totem passes. So I don't know. I guess I'll probably just get up at my work time and see if there's something still available for for the USD price, and then I'm going to have to do some kind of immediate USD fire sale just after to get my balance back up if I do manage to snag something. Lily says 4 a.m. Yeah, 3 a.m. for me, 4 a.m. for you. You'd like one but won't be awake. Yeah. I would love to get one for UBX, but I'm not going to get up. Swally. Getting up for that? Staying up? Anybody else in chat? No, I still haven't even figured out how to put the ones that I do own on. So I'll figure that out first. I, I tried again the other day and just went, no, nah, it's too hard. I'm yeah. clearly a simpleton. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not um, really intuitive. Once you get it down once, so it's pretty pretty simple process. Um, go to Ready Play Me. Yeah, it's... it's once you do it on uh, the doing it online, it's the easy way rather than trying to click through on mobile. It's a bit more clunky that way. I don't understand how you just can't just go in the avatar and edit it where you got all the different options for the outfits and it just doesn't come up as one there. That's what I figure, and that's where I went. Wasn't there? And I'll, I'll give up too. Hard. I'm yeah, not that a, worried about it. There's a premium tab there you got to play around with. Um, I was hoping that's well, I was thinking that maybe we're going to have a new meta venture for for these kind of wearables, but they're already, you can already sell them in the, in the anything goes legit shops, isn't it? Yeah. So I don't know it'd, it'd be good to see a standalone one would make sense. And yeah, fashion meta ventures be good to see. Um, it's probably not too far away before we're going to see some UGC fashions, wearables coming out there i know uh people like Tosshead and shackle and what they got going on with the toss shack i think that'd be all over something like this so be very interesting to see but it does kind of i think there's enough there's enough there to warrant its own standalone meta venture surely rather than just piled in with all of the random flotsam and jetsam that gets left over 
All right. Now, what else did I say? Ah, oh, yes. Now, this was an interesting one. I kind of I had to read this a couple of times. Introducing Mint Masters. Now, this when I read that headline, I thought, oh, here we go. This took me straight back to the to the the good old days, the bad old days when they were really pushing to get San Francisco minted out, and they weren't going to release Manhattan until certain percentages of San Francisco was minted out, and we were just getting smashed with minting challenge after minting challenge after minting challenge. I thought, oh, hang on, what's going on here? We do know that there's um, there's still now, what, what did we say, 300,000 unminted properties? Is this going to be something related to that? But apparently not. My um, fears were unwarranted. So this is all related to city openings and expansions. Uh, within the first three hours of every city opening and expansion, Without having to do anything, you might be going to earn yourself a little badgy badgy. Now, some people are all about these badges. Some people, including myself, are meh, whatever. If you get one, that's cool. Some people have speculated that badges are going to play a significant role in the future. Think of um, people who are doing UGC content creation like the master builders and that sort of stuff. If you have a history there that shows that you've, earned the whatever it is the builder's badge over subsequent years then that's got to be good for advertising if you're offering your services out there as a freelancer or whatnot so may perhaps that may be true um this is just a bit of fun more than anything i think so what can we actually win here pioneer owners of the first three properties minted will be awarded the pioneers badge that's just complete rng and probably probably gonna go to the people that have good internet server access. So I can't imagine Australians will be winning one of those anytime soon. Um, I know I'll speak to that later about the London expansion, but yeah, it was in the area that I was at. It was insane how quick that got gobbled up. And I went as lightning fast as I could and didn't have much hope. Next one, top minter. The three players who mint the highest number of properties will earn the top minter badge. Now, this one kind of goes back to what i was saying with san francisco there was a lot of competitions where you could win spark and all sorts of stuff way back then access to the various manhattan bubbles um myself and a bunch of other people kind of really went at it to win these back in the day um for a new city release and expansion i can't imagine you're going to sit there gobbling up as many properties as you can trying to get this badge but if you happen to be in that position it'll be a nice little bonus extra the big fish owners of the three largest properties will receive the big fish badge. Now, it doesn't say up squared or UPX. Has there been any clarification on that? Has anybody asked that? It says largest, but largest doesn't necessarily mean the most expensive. I don't know. Lily, was there any chat through that? Uh, haven't seen. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody confirm or deny that yeah i mean largest would point to up squared i think that'd be the fairest way to do it but who knows so again that's one of those ones that um it'll just be a little bonus if you get it and it could say um most expensive if it was supposed to be the most expensive yeah and then Cozy, this is an interesting one. Players who mint the three smallest properties will be granted the Cozy badge. Uh, the, our FSA people there have to be in for a good shot with that one, you'd think. But never know. People love going for those one-up squared props. Mm. Yeah, I so, like that one. You like that one? I've got a chance with that one. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so I, I, think it's, I think it's cool. It's just something, something extra... That's, you know, a bit of fun for a city release. Um, like I said, I don't think it's something you're going to purposely, okay, this city release, I'm all going in for the, I'm going to get the Pioneers badge. Um, be a bit weird. And so who won for the London expansion? The Pioneer badge winners, Clay's Relics 27 and Pugs. I'll oh, make Pugs. I know two of those names. Well done, Pugs and Relics. Top Minter badges, Dizzy Disky, Drickus and Meeks 98, Big Fish, Sigma Frank Catman. Frank Catman, he might have been, that name looks familiar, he might have been the one that gobbled up the property I was trying to get right in front of me. 
So congratulations to you and the Cozy Badge Water Gringo Star Santa Claus. Hey, shout out to Santa Claus. Nice pickup there. And P2000. Will you become a Mint Master? Who knows? Wait and see. Bit of fun. School, school Laban says cool stuff, but nothing that I would hunt after. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you're in for a world of disappointment and hurt if that's what you're going to go for, I would assume. Now, racing on, the main topic for the show, surprise, here's more hella expensive London properties that the community may or may not have wanted. Um, I guess a lot of people kind of might have felt that they missed out on London, so this was their second go at it. I know there was a lot of London treasure hunters that were not really excited to see this. Swally, you got any thoughts on that side of things? No, they would hate to see this. Although Tokyo treasure hunters would be super thrilled, although I think they're next, so they have to be next, surely. Yeah. But yeah, obviously this tier one city, smaller the easier it is to hunt, so why wouldn't they love it? Yeah, I, I think um, all of these cities, they're destined to end up, end up like LA at some point. It's just that it's going to be a slow and steady approach. So I do know D-Tech was somebody who went in and had to gobble up extra properties for his web. Um, so yes. Exciting surprise. Upland expands to London's Royal Borough of Kensington, Chelsea. 25,000 properties, 80 new neighbourhoods, yada, yada, yada. We know this. Um, so what did you think of all this? We haven't seen this before. Just a surprise. Bang, here you go. You've got no prep time. I saw kind of mixed in general that I saw. A bit of butthurt that, hey, I'm not ready. It's not fair. Woe is me. And there was plenty of other people saying, yeah, this is awesome. Something different. Let's go for it. Thoughts, opinions? I loved the idea. It was just very inconvenient for me personally. Yep. That's why. I, I, on the other hand, don't love the idea. Like, But I, I wonder if this is just for expansions they're going to do this for, not so much city releases. I, In my role at work, I mostly do casual work, so I'll work around an upland release. So London's initial, London's initial release, I make sure I wasn't working so I can be there. Obviously, I can't be sure that I can do it from work. Um, so I probably wouldn't have participated even if I wasn't working, to be fair, on an expansion. I'm a bit over them myself. I'm more likely to head over there for the um, collection announcement than I am the expansion. Mm, that's a good point. Um, but, yeah, if it's if it's only for the expansions, it's probably not a bad idea. If they start doing this regularly for city releases, stuff like that, you've got to plan ahead, like, a week People like obviously fire sales, stuff like that, whatever, get money into the game, wait for their paychecks. I don't know what they do, but a 24 hour notice, I don't like it. Yeah, it's very, I think it makes very smart business sense. Like everyone was expecting Tokyo, and I still think Tokyo is coming before the end of the year and expansion there. So if you're a business that's trying to keep the lights on in the office, well, I doubt there's a, I doubt there's a better system that generates more income for Upland than city releases. So, makes sense. Bleed some of that, um, that upex that's sitting around gathering dust in people's pockets. Bleed some of that out before you do some other releases. So, from that angle, makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I liked it because I could take part in it, and I just happened to be the day before I was looking around in London on the secondary market trying to find about a 500 up squared, five to 600 up squared property to do a summer aquatic showroom. And there was not the, the prices on anything over, even over 400 up squares were just, you know, bonkers, like the two to three mil. So I kind of give up on the idea. And then it was literally, I think it was that afternoon or something that the announcement came through. So I was like, oh, well, that just worked out perfect for me. So that was that was the entirety of my focus for this was for this expansion release was to secure a property like that. And I had DTEC on the job because I had to go to bed and try and get a few hours of sleep before it happened. So I had DTEC on the job having to hunt around, see if he could find any large properties. And for all what he could see, it was very, very few and far between. I did manage to find when I got up at uh, about... 2.30 a.m. my time, I did manage to find there was a group of four. There was one 600 up squares, a 500, like a 550 and a 480 or something like that. I forget, just in one block. 
and it was right next to the existing properties. It was right on the already minted out borderline. So yippee. So I jumped to that property with about five minutes to go, immediately got the perfect direction and line, perfect tail over all four properties. I was there right as everything turned green, clicked on the big 600 one. It was, I think it was 1.6 mil or something like that. Yippee, press buy, get the spin and wheel and then blocked. Crap. So I went to the next biggest one, same thing, buy, blocked, crap. And I ended up, I think I got the smallest one of the bunch or the second smallest one, but I was lucky to get it. But yeah, that that whole area just disappeared. And then I scrolled out a bit more and found a couple of bigger ones up in a different spot. But yeah, for me, it worked out pretty well. I got what I wanted. I think I got five properties, um, got straight back on the plane to get out the hell out of there before I spent any more UPEX, went back to Tokyo and went back to bed. So worked out very nicely for me. How about in chat? We got the band, Billerman, Suness. What I didn't ask you, Lily, did you did you get up for it? Stay up for it? No, no, it was really inconvenient. I just did not. Pass. Yeah, Laban didn't participate. And Laban, as follow-up to what we were saying before, he said, maybe Upland did this to see how the community reacted, how such a release would play out number-wise. Yep. Makes sense to mix things up a bit. Um, like I said, I, I liked it because it worked out absolutely perfectly for me. It couldn't have gone any better, except, of course, if I had been able to get that six 600 up-squared property. Cernes got caught with his pants down, just had 20,000 up-ex liquid, so it was a no-go. Yeah. Um, there was plenty of people in that boat. Um have been saying this there's heaps of stuff coming so it is that it's one of the hardest thing to do especially when you're trying to get your dividends up and that sort of stuff when you're getting established in the game maintaining some form of liquidity i struggle with that for i've been playing for almost four years and i've struggled with that for at least three of those four years it's only probably this 2023 where i've really got a handle of it and i just have a goal stick to it and try not to um Try not to FOMO in too hard. But then Swally's just mentioned collection reveal, which I totally blanked on. Um, I am in the process of trying to get my dividends back up there. So I'm probably going to have to, I've just wasted probably 6,000 UPEX flying back to Tokyo. I'm going to have to fly back for collection reveal because if there are some collections there that are unminted, I'm definitely going to gobble some of them to try and get my UPEX boosted back up again, my dividends rate. So yes, all in all, I think it was pretty good. Um, 24 hours notice. Yeah, I do. I mentioned this ad nauseum several times. I do miss the, again, the good old days where we would get city notifications well in advance. Um, we would get the neighbourhood lines up well in advance. We would even, back in the day, we would be able to see the mint prices, believe it or not. We'd be able to make plans. We'd be able to coordinate with groups of other players to mint out areas and, you know, uh, maybe like Cernes didn't have... He didn't have, uh, he wasn't liquid for this re release. Well, he could have reached out to myself or somebody else, you know, and say, Hey, um, I really want this property. Can you either try and pick it up for me or sling me the UPX and I'll pay back, sort of thing? Um, you know, within the community, all of that stuff just adds to engagement levels and fun, dare I say? Fun. Yeah, just don't be like some random person who sent me a message. Hey, you've got lots of UPEX. Can I have some? <laughs> oh, upland chat. Please give us a block function. Yeah. Well, yeah. Give away plenty of UPEX. But yeah, I'm not some rando out the blue. Hey, give give me. You got you got plenty. Give me. Yes. So oh. and LeBan said, and I missed the standard release where collections are known. They should have one of those once in a while. Yeah, absolutely. I like that too. I I like being able to plan and have targets. Um Mix it up a bit. Who knows? Maybe maybe 2024. All of the lessons that they've learned over the last two years. Um, but I guess we got to give props. If if you were involved, I did get the the spinning wheel and I got a bit janked out there on the properties. But as far as city releases go, smooth as butter, especially with the new capture system. An absolute delight. An absolute delight compared to the old atrocious bloody Google thing. So thank you, Upland, for, you know, finally, dare I say, getting that switched over to a much better system. Um, 
Some people mentioned that they did see the 10 second delay in, between minting properties. I wasn't minting anything close to trigger and that sort of stuff, but yeah, all in all, um, beautiful release. Um, haven't seen any stats they've put out yet as far as mints per second and all that. Hopefully we get some of that information out at some stage. It'd be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, silky smooth, I reckon. But maybe that was because lots of people, like even just the people in this chat, there was a fair percentage went, yeah, nah, not going to get involved in that one. So who knows? So city releases, uh, city expansions, what are we thinking? I am still fully expecting Tokyo. What's the thoughts? More expansions. Another new city? When London falls, SNS. Oh, gosh. I still thought Tokyo was coming, an expansion there. Yeah, I think it's definitely still on the cards. Well, I hope it is. What? Oh, as a treasure hunter, I hope it will not extend soon. <laughs> Thank you, Bueller Man. Yes. Uh, and now it's flooding with meta ventures, many orange dots. Yes, it's the whole map's starting to look a bit uh, spotty. So Ness reckons Cairo's on the cards or maybe Miami. Yeah. Yeah, mix it up a bit. Cairo would definitely be mixing it up a bit. Um, Miami, uh, another another Yankee city. No, thanks. We need to go to India. Yes, I agree. India, Africa, somewhere. Somewhere different. All right. But, yeah, all in all, I thought it was a bit of fun and interesting to see they... Willing to mix things up and willing to, you know, get a bit of backlash from the community because there was plenty of that about at the time. All right, now I've mixed up the format this week a bit because I guess it makes more sense just to dive straight into the quips rather than doing the meat universe and all that sort of stuff first because quips is almost always related to uplandy stuff. So this week's quips... We have um, now, if, if you don't know what quips are, they're questions, insights, provocations, or statements. There's a link to a Google form in the description. Pretty easy just to put your ideas, questions, insights in there. Make sure you include your in game name, and you're going to win yourself some kind of prize. Uh, thanks to the many submissions that we had came in through the week. I said last week that we were all out, and lots of people answered the call. Thank you for that. Rest assured, we can't co cover them all. This week, but we will get to them eventually. Um, this week, to kick us off, we've got a new quip submitter in game name Hot Corner who asks At some distant point in the future, do you think we will ever see property in the world mapped and released? All property, every property, sorry, in the world mapped and released in Upland. I, meaning he or she, can't imagine there being enough players in the game to purchase all the properties. Availability will far outstrip demand. We all know that too much availability does to what too much availability does to values. I wonder where the tipping point will be. It's an interesting question. I actually, I think it was in one of the um, wine and cheese in the metaverse shows. I think more cheese and I actually dug into the numbers of that. There's apparently there's 10,000 cities in the world. And we, I forget what the numbers were, but it was some, some stupid number, like even if they released a city every week or every day, it was going to take so many hundreds or thousands of years for it to happen. So every single city in the earth be mapped in Upland? No, never going to happen. Will we see at least a couple of cities on every continent? That'd be cool. Definitely love to see that. Um, would I'd also really love to see, I think it might have been you, Lily, was it? Or somebody, Sir Ness or somebody in chat a few weeks ago said, love to see a um, tropical island, you know, get Fiji minted or something, just something completely random, Bora Bora or something crazy. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it wasn't me, but I do remember the comment. Yeah. It would be great. Yes. So, yeah, every single city in Upland and just massive oversupply, no, never going to happen. Um, what are we at now? 350,000. I think that's what the number was, unminted properties. Uh, no, 315,000, which last week we had 311,000 unminted and then we had 25,000 added and then we dropped back 
to 315,000. So those those ones in uh, most of the London expansion got gobbled up, lickety split. Um, Upland, I don't know. It seems that they like that 300,000 mint number. We seem to kind of bounce backwards and forwards around there, unminted properties. Um, don't know. But good question. So thank you for that. Now, what the tipping point will be, yeah, I, th I think they're just going to – a lot gets said about how Dirk is an economist and they look at the numbers so carefully and they, you know, they do see releases time with partnerships and this, that, and the other thing. So I imagine that's going to be par for the course through 2024. And, again, it's going to depend on mainstream adoption. Who knows what the sparklet proposal going into crypto mainstream is going to do. It may be that that – that unminted supply, if we had a, a big commercial push and onboarded, you know, wouldn't take much. If we got 50,000 daily active wallets per week now, if you double that, wouldn't take much for that supply to stuck and gobble up pretty fast. So what do you always say, Lily? Just along for the ride. Along for the ride. Yep. See Definitely. All right, so that was, an, that was a newbie. Thanks for that. And we have another one. This is Quips Regular, and he's on the show. LeBan this week asks, what was the sudden rush of London expansion? Hmm. The funny thing is that the video they released prior to this news drop of the release was about the calendar they have on their webpage. I had subscribed to this before, but it was just not good anymore. But since they kicked some new life into it, I went and resubscribed to it. Sunday came, London news dropped, nothing new in the calendar. Monday came, release went without any problems, nothing new in the calendar. They just ignored updating the calendar about London. So back to the initial question, what was the sudden rush of release a London to release a London expansion? Cue the theories. Now, Swally, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it you talking about how they never update the calendar? Yeah, I think I mentioned that. I think I mentioned that last week. Hmm. I stopped looking at it because of that exact reason. Hmm. Um, and my theory on why they released London, which is obviously based on absolutely no facts, is simply because every man and his dog in the game thought Tokyo was a sure bet, sure thing, and Upland's like, well, no, it's tough for you guys. <laughs> you think you know what's going on? <laughs> think again. I, honestly, I, I can't think of any logical reason why a third London release or expansion was picked over a Tokyo expansion, given that London had two and a half thousand properties still available. Tokyo's got none. London was already much bigger than Tokyo, albeit pretty small still in terms of city size. Uh, to me, it was an absolute no-brainer, as most people in the game, that Tokyo needs an expansion. So I think it was just upland going, well, you think you know what's going on? Think again, type. I've got no other explanation or logic to explain what happened. Yeah, but you've got to think that they must have been planning it for a while because there's a lot of work they have to do in the background. It's it's it makes you wonder how far have they done this in other cities? Like, have they got everything ready to go in Tokyo and it's just a matter of pushing the button, you know, or in expansions I, in other cities? I think they do. I think they've got plan A, B and C all the time because, I mean, look at Berlin, that I don't think Berlin was meant to be released during the Genesis week. I think that was their plan B. Yes, um, you're right. Yep. So I think they've often got a plan B, and I think this might have been just a plan B just to throw players off the scent. Hmm. But that's just my theory. Like I said, based on absolutely no facts whatsoever. Nice. Anybody else want to chime in? I think they've got a sense of humour and Swally might be right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it might be a combination of that and what I was saying about kind of bleeding a bit of bit of UPX out of the out of the economy. Um, like I said, I would not be surprised to see a Tokyo expansion and even another full city expansion by the end of the year. So, you know, keep the lights on on the office, get the FOMO cranking for a London expansion, get it cranking again in a Tokyo expansion, and then drop the hammer with another full city release somewhere. And don't forget car sales and everything they push out to get your pocket empty. Yep, absolutely. And then, you know, we've said this on this show for months now. Yeah, Christmas, soon as said it too, North Pole Fantasy release, yeah, maybe. But there's going to be, well, 
hopefully there's going to be some cool stuff to do and buy and whatnot for Christmas this year because, as I mentioned, Halloween was a bit of a bit of a fizzler. Hopefully they kick it up a gear for Christmas. Now we've got to give away some prizes for our Quips participants. Now what we're going to do is something that we've never done before. I've got two Quips and I've got two prizes. Now let me check what I was going to do here. This is going to be for a hot jacuzzi. It's either Hot Connor or LeBan gets a hot jacuzzi. Hot Corner gets the hot jacuzzi, and LeBan, you get yourself 15,000 UPX. Thank you very much. So well done. Um, yes, so don't forget if you want to do something like that yourself, if you've got something to say, you've got a question or whatever, um, there is a link to the Google form in the description now i gotta pull up some new ones because i wasn't going to run all of these links at once move on to some general web3 news a few quick ones to touch on here interesting headline for this week nfts have been deemed worthless what do collectors and creators say to their apparent decline since the initial hype surrounding the digital assets has died down these enthusiasts enthusiasts are still fans but they want to see technical innovation to create new value. So NFTs being deemed worthless. I would doubt there's many of us in the Upland community that think that carries true across the board because Upland economy, yada, yada, yada. Some people will say all of the assets within Upland are called NFTs, but they're not NFTs. Not your keys, not your crypto. You can't take them out. This, that, and the other thing. What do you think? Concerning that the general consensus out and about that NFTs are worthless. I yeah. I think um, I think it's like most things in crypto. Like ninety something percent of cryptos are worthless. Yes. Um, there's a lot of projects that I think are worthless out there and you've obviously got to filter out which ones aren't and which ones have utility which ones suit your purpose or what you're trying to do whether it be gaming or real world stuff or whatever um, so to say all is useless uh, worthless no absolutely not yeah Lily I think NFTs are fun even if they're just pieces of art um, it's nice when they do something and Upland is different to regular nft anyway so i don't think it concerns us well that's a very good point just because it's an nft it doesn't mean that it has to have speculative value or investor value yep absolutely good but i think we're kind of at a catch-22 here with you know with upland seemingly poised to go mainstream's probably not uh not appropriate, but at least to, you know, get out there with a bigger audience. Are we going to come through and we're going to be out and out and about in the wider community space, but by the time that happens, <laughs> NFTs have got a bad rap. And, you know, I don't know, it seems like, or are we going to be right there when everything turns around and we're going to be positioned perfectly for showing the community whether it be the crypto community or the wider community, that look, here's some NFTs that actually have, you know, use value, however you want to spin it. What do you reckon? Are we heading for a glass half full, glass half empty? Speaking like keeping that kind of heading in mind with what we're trying to do within and where Upland's headed. Anybody in chat, Bryce? See chat. So Nessa said, why is art on a canvas worthy of value, yet somehow we call electronic art worthless? Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. But yeah, without even looking at it, you can tell that this is going to be about all board ape yacht club and blah, 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 blah. But it kind of Yeah, and there you go, board ape yacht club. You know, it was stuff getting pumped by Paris Hilton and blah, 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 blah. So what concerns me almost is like you have these conversations with people in your peripheral um, 
if they talk to you about, you know, what's this upland thing you're playing, they've generally got no idea. Um, as NFTs, as that word gets out there with these kind of articles, you know, backing it up, it's kind of, I don't know. It just makes, seems like it's going to make getting the word out there of the potential that this all has, make it a bit harder. That was kind of my take on it. All right. Now, if NFTs are your thing, perhaps you're interested in some R-rated metaverse action. What do you think about this? Sinverse, the first R-rated metaverse, unveils esports ambitions and attracts major partnerships. Pretty clever name. Normally, I roast the the names for these things. They've usually got atrocious names. Sinverse, I like it. Uh, what's this going to be all about? As the first R-rated metaverse, Sinverse has carved out a unique space in the digital realm. After two years of meticulous development, Sinverse stands at the forefront of in- innovation with engaging minigames, exclusive NFTs, and a robust player-run robust player economy currently in its pre-alpha phase. Sinverse, isn't that already Isn't that already what you're doing, Lily, with... Um, oh, I'm blanking on the word. What is it? The S, the other metaverse? Yes. Second Life has Second Life, always sorry. had its large yeah. sin area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It has rated our areas, basically. Um, so every area is rated so you know where you're going before you go there. Hmm. So it might be a bit late to the party, this one. So, yeah, it says here, look, as the first R-rated metaverse, we're offering an unprecedented experience that resonates with the daring spirit of Web3 gamers and investors alike. It's interesting that they mention it with gaming. Uh, yeah, well, the, the picture has a gun, so I'm thinking it's full-on graphic killerverse. Yeah. Yeah, That'll I'm just looking up, at, I'm looking it up at the minute. That's, it looks like exactly what it is, just people running around with guns sort of. Grand Theft Auto sort of style type gaming. So like a hardcore version of Fortnite, basically, almost. Something like that. Yeah. It's... Yeah. I would think the graphics are detailed enough that it, it gets an R rating. Oh. They're not that detailed, but they're not terrible. Hmm. So Ness is asked in chat, what rating is Upland? Um, well, if... On the App Store, it's 18 plus, but I believe in Google Play, it's like 4 plus, which is greatly confounding considering that the TOS says that you have to be 18 years and over, I believe, in terms of service. Yeah, you have to be 18 years or older to play, but you can be a child and download it, which it is... seems silly. The 18 years plus would have to be credit card related, wouldn't it? I would think that it, it is exactly for that reason because it's so based on economics and money. Yeah. Yeah, especially that Apple side of thing where Google Play is a bit um bit more Wild West. All right. So I guess um might not be as if it, I mean if it's just you know, like an extra blood splat or something, I guess it's not that exciting, is it? I thought it was going to be all sexy times or something like that. But there's probably enough over there in Second Life to keep you entertained if that is your cup of tea. I would think so. (laughs) All right. One more last one. 16 best crypto games to play in 2023. Now, it seems weird to be releasing this. Best games to play in 2023 when this was published in November. But what the hey? Um, What do you reckon? Upland in the mix here? I think they might be. Might be? Swally, what do you reckon? I hope so, but I don't know. Um, no, Chat? I'll just leave it out as I hope so. Chat, what are you putting your money on? More I think of this in the list. All right, let's have a look here. I haven't actually looked at this myself. All I did was grab the heading. So, Blockchain James, yada, yada, yada. Let's see. Meme Combat. Never heard of it. TG Casino. Never heard of it. Plinko, never heard of it. Aviator, never heard of it. <laughs> Eat, tuck, tuck. It was a tuk tuk. 
Now, that's funny. Remember, we were, we were talking about that, how people will invest loads of time, energy, effort to play these kind of simulation, kind of seemingly boring things. Well, there you go. There's one right there. Chimp Z, zero tolerance game for rewards with environmental theme. Never heard of it. Pick a Moon, new play to earn metaverse where players can battle to earn rewards. Tamadoge, definitely heard of that one. And then look at these ones. They don't even have a link to them. Lucky Block, My Neighbor Alice, Decentraland, and the Sandbox are there. Eight coins there. Star Atlas, Illuvium, and Axie Infinity. No Upland. Which boggles the mind. Boggles wow, the mind. that's depressing again. Yeah. Well, again, it goes back to this is kind of the sparklet proposal it's got of or what they're going to do as far as promotion advertising in 2024 we have to we keep saying that there needs to come a time where you know there has to be a tipping point as we go back to one of our quips members said um yeah we need a tipping point we need upland to be mentioned in some of those and it's it boggles the mind that we're not 57,000 or whatever it was active wallets for the week um, what are what are they spread? Three million accounts or something? That's crazy. No, nothing else even comes close to the to the engagement and numbers. <laughs> Let's all jump ship and join E Tuk Tuk instead. E Tuk Tuk United. Here we come. Yeah, I don't know, but it's kind of those are the articles that we need upland in the mix for. Because if um, no. I don't know, old mate, what was his name? Sergio Zamet. If Sergio Zamet's wanting to do the article and he's doing some research and he's clicky clicking about and he's trying to get in there to get his list together and he's not even getting upland on his radar, that's pretty woeful. Um, there has been talk before that those lists are just basically uh, paid advertising, which may be the case. Don't know, but if that's the case, come on upland. You've got plenty of money. Sling some about there. Let's get us in the mainstream a bit more. Um, all right, catching up on chat. All right, meet Sudabest News. We'll blit blitz through these quickly too. Um, Swally, Lily, are you on Optus? I'm on Telstra, so I didn't get smashed today. Swally's just bailed out by the looks of it. I am via someone else on Optus. Oh, so you were all right? Obviously, you're still here. Uh, no, my home internet is Telstra. Ah, okay. Swally, Telstra, Optus. You didn't yeah, get I'm, caught I'm up Telstra, in but my missus is Optus and she copped it today. Yeah, so I didn't, but she did. She's... Oh, my I've been saying for years that she needs to switch yeah. over. Yes, so if my laptop's just having a stroke at the moment trying to load this. But, yeah, if you're not aware of this, um, Optus is, how would we describe that to our American friends? It's like the... So like AT&T or something like that, we'd say? Yeah, it's one of the majors. And, yeah, it just completely shut down this morning. Um, so all of the businesses, nothing worked for the small businesses. Um, yeah, of course, all the phone services, just a complete mess. And I don't know that it's even been rectified yet, has it? I missed the news this evening. Just a monu monu monumental... Meet Sudiverse drama. So that's Australia. Um, what's happening elsewhere now? Uh, this It's so hard to find some good, interesting, techie, sciencey related news in New Zealand. I don't know what's going on in New Zealand. Anyway, Auckland School accused of naming and shaming teens who didn't graduate in a Leavers Day activity. So basically they did a, um, what was it, a find a word thing or a crossword puzzle to name and shame kids that were in the class that that didn't graduate how dodgy is that that is super dodge new zealand what the hell and get some better news yeah. you're kind of boring all right and last one now this is definitely most definitely a mutsudiverse um cautionary tale this is the japanese news woman using smartphone falls to her death from bridge in shizuoka prefecture a woman in her 20s fell to her death from a bridge after she stumbled over the edge while using her smartphone on saturday ouch according to police the woman was in her car with her father and a friend at about 9 30 a.m on their way to town from their lodging facility when they were spending the long weekend 
Um, the woman's father stopped the car near the narrow bridge along a mountain road. Police said he told them his daughter walked across the bridge looking to take photos of a deer in the nearby bushes when she apparently fell over the 70-centimetre high railing and she fell about 40 metres into the ravine. Oh, my God. How would you ever get over that, seeing your daughter do that? Not good. Not good. Cautionary tale. OMG, indeed. So, yes, be careful out there in the meat set of us. She's a dangerous old place. And that's it. We're wrapping through, rolling through super quick this week, which is good. Now, last week, the weekly challenge, you had to get yourself into the contest channel in the NBA server and show a bit of love for Team Monero and drop them a comment or a screenshot of their very impressive node. Uh, your name was going to roll on the list of entrants for the chance to win something this week. Wasn't really sure what it was going to be. Um, I can now say that that is going to be one of those very hard to get USD only purchases a Samurai Critics Love Heart Jacuzzi plus 10,000 UPX. Now, I think I've got the right one here. Yes. So let's give that away now. Only one, one shot. Winner takes all this week. Samurai Love Heart Jacuzzi plus 10,000 UPX. Congratulations, Lily. There you go. Oh, my God. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll send you a DM a bit later to get that organized for you. So that was last week's. Now, this week is pretty much the same in the contest channel, in the NBA server. Let us know how you fared in the Surprise London expansion. Um, maybe you want to answer if you had a different kind of take on what we're talking about with the quips and all that sort of stuff. And then we touched on maybe you were listening and you're clawing your ears out going, you, you idiots don't know what the hell you're talking about. Well, let us know. And, of course, if you skipped it completely, Letting us know why you did will also get you an entry into the mix for next week. Um, now, this is the final reminder that if you are a watcher or a listener to this podcast, make sure you get yourself at least one entry in over the next seven weeks of weekly challenges. Of course, the more weekly entries you get in, well, the more entries you'll have in for the final 2023 show, which, yes, I will confirm is going to be one million UPEX after tax grand prize. Uh, there will be a bunch of other um, prize, same as we did last year. There'll be some map assets and who knows, whatever I can dig out. Maybe some NFTs. I think last year I, I minted like some ungodly amount of um, elf NFTs, wax NFTs. So there'll be a bunch of prizes there. Uh, but yes, the big prize there will be one million UPEX clear after fees and how I'm going to do that is I'm going to have a look through all of the Upland Down Under podcast weekly challenges. I've got the list there for everyone who's got involved in the week. I'm going to put all of those on a wheel and we're going to spin it. Um, I'll randomize it all. So, you know, if, if Swally's got 15 entries in, they're not going to be all blocked up. I'll put it through a randomizer to spread it out and we'll roll it and see who wins. Uh, it was a bit of fun last year. We'll do the same this year. Um, in regards to next week's show, however, not giving away one minute up X, but your name will roll on a list of all entrants again for the chance to win UPX or a Summer Aquatics map asset. Maybe both or maybe something different. Who knows? So that's that one. So, yes, get in the NBA server and let us know how you fared or didn't fare in the Surprise London expansion. And that means we've got one more thing to do, and that is giveaway. Another prize to our live participants, which I noted down. And I'll bung those in now. We have Swali. Oh, Lily, you're in a chance here for another one. Swali, Lily, Laban, Bulaman. Determined to get that right this week. Sirness. Now, I don't believe anybody else jumped in. Let's make sure nobody jumped in late. No, that's it. All right, so this one is going to be for a heart jacuzzi and 10,000 UPX. Heart jacuzzi, 10,000 UPX. Oh, I think you've got it again, Lil. Swally might have got it. Lily, look at that. 
Oh my god! Cleaned up. That too is hard, so cool. Two hard jacuzzis <laughs> and twenty thousand UPX. Congratulations! Just by Thank getting, you. just by getting involved. Now I will do one last plug for the summer aquatics stuff. Um, yeah, like I said, that's a campaign it's going to run from November December. Uh, entry level prices for both the Samurai Slay and the Love Heart Jacuzzi. Now, if you did want to check those out uh, before you go over and purchase, you can just look up the the showroom, uh, Thirty Aqua Vista Way, Midtown Terrace, San Francisco. Go and check that out there and get yourself on over. I will, like I said, I'll start listing those for sale, those two items tonight at some stage. And my God, it's a pain to move these assets, but I will endeavor to get them out to our other showrooms as well, spread it out a bit um, for people that are in different areas. And don't forget that if you do want to pick up the full set of Christmas spirals, we have a green spiral, a blue one, a red one, a black one, and a white one um, featuring some very awesome artwork done by More Cheese. And of course, the three D design was done by D Tech. Um, you have to send me a DM for them because they're going to be set up in the showroom on reserve for you, whether it be the UPX or the USD price. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't list them at that price because that's it's only a deal if you get the full five sets. Reminder: that's ninety thousand UPX or seventy five dollars regular price after fees for the regular. The regular price, as I said, was $126,000 or $126. So quite a considerable saving there. So enough of that. A reminder that if you are in a time zone that fits in with the Wednesday night recording schedule of starting at 7.30 p.m. AST and you'd like to get involved, the link to the weekly Zoom will always be dropped in the NBA server about 15 minutes prior to the show starting. Uh, you don't have to be live to take part and get involved and win prizes and this that and the other thing all you have to do is follow the prompts and get involved in the mba discord server and don't forget that if you have an upland nft or metaverse product service or event to promote or you're just somebody engaged in web3 who'd like to have a chat opportunities are available for engagement in this and the other the metaverse and beyond podcast send me a dm on discord or drop a comment in the youtubes to discuss and skew spots i do have one booked for this weekend should be good chat um I like to focus on just general Upland community members. So this is somebody that everybody would have seen out and about and who's been a supporter for a while. So be interesting to see. Now, he does want to remain incognito, so, but I'm sure when we get to chatting, we'll learn a few different things. That's all I've got for this week, folks. Anybody else got anything? Spruiking, spamming? All good? All right. Thank you very much, everybody. Enjoy the week. And yes, don't blow all your UPEX. Save some in the bank. Squirrel it away for a rainy day. Laters. This entertainment production is brought to you today by the Samurai Aquatics and Decor Metaventure. Scan that QR code or click that link in the description and dive yourself headfirst into the Samurai Aquatics Discord server to pleasure your peepers on our current and future range of outdoor decor.